Good morning, James. Hi, Christopher. How was your week? It was pretty good. Um, but just really quick before we start, I, I have something kind of funny that happened to me yesterday. Yesterday? Okay. All right. So I we talked about how much I volunteer way too much probably, but I'm at the Phoenix Children's Museum and they're doing this haystack castle. I'm stacking up uh, these stacks of hay, making them appear like they're a castle. I'm really excited because it's starting to look good. It's actually starting to look a little bit like a castle. Now, the museum's completely empty right now because of COVID. virus. And, yeah. And they're trying to keep the population down. So they're only open a couple of days. And everything's on the outside, which is the whole purpose of one there. The problem is when you're working outside and, and I used to do construction when I was young and, and it's the same situation. Once in a while, nature calls. <laughs> and so I run into the bathroom. OK, so the thing about children or anything they have to do with children, they're female dominated professions. So there's all these women at the Children's Museum, right? And so I go into the bathroom, like trying to be respectful that there's going to be lots of women there, you know, and do what men can do to keep things nice and clean. So I lift, I lift up the seat like I was supposed to. And when I'm done with my business, I, you know, I drop it and I'm not kidding you. The toilet cracked like right You cracked the toilet? Oh, oh, no, 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 no. The seat cracked in half. And it just falls on the ground. I don't. I don't know if you've been like this lately, but I have been like germaphobe. Not. I never have been in the past. I'm not like crazy germaphobe, but now I'm like afraid to touch the dirty, broken toilet seat. All germaphobes say they're the not ground. crazy. They are all crazy. <laughs> so. Wow. Well, so this is what I Wait, do. Wait. So you you were urinating, right? And so you put the seat up, right? And you smashed it on its way back down. <laughs> Well, I did what you're not supposed to do, which is I didn't l- touch the seat. Oh, I did the. You knocked it down with the with the foot. Yeah, with the foot. <laughs> That's yeah, how is that respectful? Well, no, I mean be, being respectful is you know I didn't leave a mess <laughs> behind or I didn't do the I'll make you a mess and clean it up with toilet paper. You you didn't pee on the seat, then that's being respectful. I think that's just being co- like <laughs> base level human stuff. <laughs> not peeing on the seat. I got a question. I Did you grow up with, do you have a sister? I have one sister. Okay. And two brothers. All right. So you grew up different. I grew up with a dad that worked all the time. So he was never there. Well, my father was uh, away uh, frequently too, because he was for many years working in a different state. Uh, I have two sisters, my mother. And coincidentally, I grew up on a block where there's lots of kids. None of them are male. I have no boys on my block. I got like, Two girls across the street. There's a uh, there's a girl right next door. Down the other end of the street, there's like three girls that live down there. There was a boy I heard about, but he never came that far <laughs> down the block. <laughs> or he was avoiding me. I don't know what it was. But yeah, so I grew up with all girls, all women, all the time. This is interesting. Uh, that probably is a very good thing because I think of you as being a pretty masculine guy, but you do have some pretty distinct feminine traits i mean you're <laughs> you're very masculine you're almost uh, intimidating in some ways but then you're so obsessed with your clothing <laughs> and you have to have your sunglasses match your outfit <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what else to say well 
Are you I will tell matching? you a couple weeks ago, I've asked you about my glasses and you didn't even notice because you said, I don't look at you because you're a man. But on the other hand, when I walked here today, you said, you're wearing black pants today. Okay, last week <laughs> you walked in here wearing a black shirt with red flames going up. And I'm like, I am trying to ignore that as much as I can because it's <laughs> offending my eyes. Today, you, you actually almost look semi-professional. It's like, wow, Christopher, I hardly ever see you look... Like you could actually walk into a business room, or you know. A, well, you don't see me in my work environment. Office. I mean, when I'm <laughs> with you, it's more relaxed. I know uh, that, be, but still, I have like three suits. <laughs> Is that a lot or a little? I don't know. That's probably not a lot. I, I have a I black. Think, I think I still have. No, I have. I, I have, have a tan. I have at least three. I'm sorry, I shouldn't be cutting you off. I want to know how many, you have three suits. <laughs> Tell me about your suits. I have a black. I have a tan. Now I have this crazy like tweed outfit. Uh, I rarely wear the whole thing together. Is yeah, tweed tweed is not something you would have a, no, a, in a suit. Not in Arizona. I did pick it up in London though. Not I anywhere. Mean, that's where I found it. Uh, you, well, unless you're going hunting, I think even in <laughs> England you'd be a little bit hard pressed to have a tweed suit. Well, it doesn't have patches on oh. the elbows. So. No, that doesn't count. Then. <laughs> What's the point? But I've always liked to wear suits. So I, even really? like when I was in oh God. yeah, like when I was young in my twenties, I would go to clubs in a suit. Oh yeah. Yeah, I can. I I have pictures of well, <laughs> mental images of you because of the stories you've told me. But that was more like my. It sounded to me like that was more Miami Vice kind of suit. Okay, so we talked about Miami Vice mm-hmm. briefly in the past. So, at the time, I actually was working at a clothing store, and they had this whole cotton Miami Vice outfit that came out. Was that cotton? I thought he was it linen that he wore. Oh, it might have been linen. Okay. Mine was only cotton. Okay, that makes you know, sense. Affordable, yeah. Affordability and all that. Anyways, so I had the powder blue shirt. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, powder blue jacket. Oh, jacket. Okay, the shirt would have been the better. the white pants. Mm-hmm, yeah. With the same style, so they matched. Pleated? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that had to be pleated. Okay, my wife hates pleated, but it's like my favorite. It's, it gives me more space. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, you, you need to let it go, because pleated really is bad. But here was the thing. I had a matching tie that matched... You know, match my the my, shirt. No, my sweater. No, my, you know, I'm the, not my sweater. The, the jacket. I'm sorry, the jacket. It matched my suit perfectly, mm-hmm. and I love that thing. I wore it every opportunity. Somebody says, "Going on a wedding?" Yeah, I'll go to the wedding. <laughs> I want to wear my <laughs> suit. <laughs> but also, I had a black or African American friends, and they dressed up when they went to the club. So, other than I think we talked about my shoes were never up to par at some of the uh, you know the black clubs I was going to, but I they wore suits, so I wanted to wear a suit. Mm-hmm, yeah, and so we went in wearing suits. <laughs> well, Miami Vice type suits are aren't really full full suits. Well, I, mean, I had another suit thing. Too. It was because it's a little more. It's still a suit, but it's a little bit more casual. I had a suit that was kind of a. It was slightly a zoot suit. Just ever just so like the big kind of shoulders. And here's where I really crossed the line. It was burgundy. like, a, like a You bur- know, I, when you said that, <laughs> when I was thinking of zoot suits, I was thinking of a burgundy, well, maybe a little bit more pinkish burgundy. Well, yeah, it wasn't. Red, I guess, would be. <laughs> right, right. It wasn't that purple. It was It was definitely like a dark burgundy. At the club, you go, is what color exactly is that? You wouldn't, you wouldn't clear if it was black or just really a dark burgundy. It was, I oh, love that dark. suit. Oh, it was dark, okay. Do you still have it? I do. I don't wear it. I didn't count it as my three. I have every suit I ever owned, actually. I don't. I don't want to be. Well, then you have more. Oh, okay. I see. So you have you have the archive. You have the three yes. current, and then many in the archive. Well, what's so cool about holding on? To <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> 
what's like what's so cool about holding on old clothes is now I have kids and I can go, hey, I used to wear this once, so I'd be interested. And the first reaction always, no, that's ridiculous. And then I've noticed just with my own, at least with my boys, they're all, I think I have an occasion to borrow that, <laughs> you know. Well, it's good that they know the repertoire then. Is it usually Halloween that they ask to borrow it? <laughs> no, but you know how kids have like uh, days where you're supposed to not dress normal? I don't. I know I know there are casual. No, actually, I don't because um, and my son was in a couple of schools in the past where they had dress codes, but he hasn't been in there. Obviously, he hasn't been in school for many months, but I mean, his last few schools, there was no dress code. So oh. we I haven't seen a casual Friday in a while. Well, I think one of the reasons I hold on to my clothes for my kids is because my dad did it for me. And I actually still have, this shows you what a pack rat I am. I still have my dad's old like jean jackets, mm-hmm. right? With the leather pockets. You know, those, leather. <laughs> those might be worth a bundle. I don't know. I just, my I my remember, oldest son loves that jacket. He wears it whenever it's cold out. He's thanks like, hey. to TikTok, I've learned so much. But one of the things I've learned is that there are people that are like living in these old mining towns that are in the middle of nowhere and they're digging through the trash heaps trying to find whiskey bottles and dungarees because if you find an intact whiskey bottles from the 1800s apparently some of them can be worth hundreds of dollars and the same thing with a you know an original pair of jeans dungarees i don't know what you call them uh canvas overalls i guess Oh right right now so this might not surprise you and you're about that age right so it must be really old (laughs) this might not surprise you but I know a little bit about old whiskey bottles, mm-hmm. only be- because my dad, in our living room, we had a shelf way at the top, and at the top, he had a collection of old whiskey bottles, and they were from, like, his dad and his dad's dad, and they were beautiful. They were all Jack Daniels, by the way, and they were all beautiful. Gold writing, and the logo was gold, where the number seven was, or I don't know if it's gold, but like a brassy gold. Anyways, I don't have any of them because... A cat. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Walked up there one day and did like you always see, just started knocking them over. My mom hears this crashing. Oh, she comes in and all they're <sighs> just all over the ground broken. I never saw that cat again. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I love <laughs> cats, but that. But he deserves you, you it, have right? to cat proof. <laughs> no, you have to cat proof your house to some degree. You have to be careful. But I mean, you, this is the kind of thing you don't know at day one of cat ownership, but you do have to make some accommodations. And my cat has knocked over my Lego stuff. I mean, that's that's the difference. Wait a minute, me. did you say Lego? I have Lego all over the damn house. I have literally hanging from my walls. Do you, do you actually make them, or do you save them from your kids? I have made them, and oh well, no, nothing that my son has made has 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 endeared, persevered. That kind of surprises me. Why is I, that? I've never met a, an adult man that admits to doing Lego still. I will admit to many things. So uh, you say you know you you hold on to your suits. Uh, to give on to your kids. Oh right, right. I hold. I held on to my Legos oh. and pass them on to my son. Oh, are they vintage? Yes. I ha- we have a huge collection of. Now it's completely mixed, but you know I have some really old bricks in there, and he's got some really new bricks in there. I have a collection of old Legos too, but they weren't mine. I, my wife saved them. Mm-hmm. And you're right; they're in a bag, and I, I let my kids play with them. Legos today do not <laughs> look like Legos when we were kids. That's true, Different and it's also colors. not true. It is true and false at the same time because, well, they had some pretty good colors back in the day, but the bricks are all interchangeable still. 
And the basic bricks are still, you know, what the kits today are a little bit more complicated. And obviously the big shift was when they went to branding, when they went and did Harry Potter and Star Wars. And that really kind of broke the old aesthetic of Lego where it was kind of this almost non-denominational kind of thing yeah, uh, yeah. where it was you could put your own imprint on it. Now, you, oh, yeah, you go buy the kit, the Star Wars kit or the Marvel kit, and then you build Superman or not Superman. Cause well, they started those cool sets after I was already you know, past that age where you could buy like the castle Mm -hmm. and then you could buy like the fantasy land that went with the castle and you could buy uh, a set that made dragons. But you're right. Once they, the big one that I always remember, that was the first Lego, like, Oh, that's not Legos. Mm -hmm. That's something else was star Wars. Yeah. When I saw the star Wars stuff, I was like, Oh wow, that's really cool. And then shortly after I'm like, Hey, that's kind of cheating. They can't, they have, you're supposed to be able to do it yourself, and they give you they give you instructions on how to do it. You're cheating, kid. You know. Well, they always give you instructions. They've always given you instructions, but uh, it was a little bit more open ended. Um, and they had their own brand, in, sort of internal brands. Like when I was growing up, they had the Castle series, and this was, I consider it the the true Castle series because they were actually made from bricks, like individual bricks. Uh, later in the late eighties, maybe even the maybe it was the nineties. Oh, they had the walls. Right, they have these cheating. huge. It's the, cheating. You have these huge bricks that you know make the entire wall for you, and oh, they've got yeah. painting on them. And they look, I thought they looked terrible because the old bricks just look, actually looked like bricks in a castle. Well, what says? Of course, they is, were yellow, <laughs> oh, oh, yellow. <laughs> which is a little bit weird. But that's. Well, what know. says it all is you can get a kid. Like my youngest son is Lego crazy. And when you get him a kit and you're thinking, this is going to take days. No, no. We're talking two or three hours. He's got this monstrous whatever, you know, like the Death Star or he had he had a lot of he has a lot of Star Wars stuff. But uh, and I do love some of that stuff. Um, And it's interesting because they come out revisions of it. the first the 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 X-wing is one of their big sellers, and every few years, I guess it's more than every few years, but every once in a while they came out with a revision of it. I think my favorite is probably the the original one, because the original one was not to scale. Wh- but when it looked, did that come out? Do you know? I don't remember. I don't remember when the first one came out. Because um, I know we have one hanging from the ceiling. Okay, at my house. is it gray or white? Is it small or really big? It's smaller than my elbow to my wrist. It's probably one of the newer ones because the original one was very Legoy. It was it was it was really oh, not no, that not much. Legoy. It really it was really out of scale. It was too small for what it should have been. But it was it was I don't know. There's something very Legoy about it. The next version looked so much more actually like the X-wing, and it was white, white and red as the colors are. And then the version I so I have that version, version number two, and I have version number three, the one that that came after that. And there there have been a couple more versions after that. And there's also the collector version, which what does you, that mean? Oh, this thing is 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 crazy. I mean, it's huge, and you can't pick it up without it breaking. It is so detailed, but it's it's really designed as well, like a model. Well, if you can't pick it up without breaking, that drives me crazy. <laughs> yeah. And I did notice that with some of the new stuff. Uh-huh. So like, you know, like you said, the cheating. Like they'll have the whole. A hood, I guess, whatever the the pointy part at the beginning uh-huh, of the yeah. ship. That's all like one piece. But even with that, the way they construct it now, it's like you said, they're not bricks anymore. They're specialty just, bricks, right? They're just yeah, specialty bricks. And to be honest with you, they just don't hold together. Yeah, that's disappointing. Anyway, so the other thing, so I I, I held on to my Legos, and I don't know if this is a flex, but I also have 
in addition to the couple of maybe three suits, I hate wearing suits. I think I have three suits and I haven't worn them in years. I also have a tuxedo that I bought. For whatever reason, I went to I went to one prom when I was in high school, which was a big mistake. I'm not a prom guy, but I went to one and we decided I would buy a tuxedo because it was on sale and it wasn't that much more expensive than actually renting it. I still fit into that. Good for you. I'm 49. <laughs> and actually, this this really annoyed me the other day. I went I went to the neurologist yesterday. Wait, wait, but that's because you're a bicycle guy. Uh, it's also genetics. Unless I mean, oh, there, it's all there, your whole family then? No, no. Then it's because you're a bicycle. Part guy. of it that is part of it, but the genetics. And my grandfather on my mother's side is this was the skinniest little Sicilian. Well, not little, but he was he wasn't short, but he was a skinny uh, Italian uh, Sicilian guy. I mean, you, if you have that, and, and I I suspect I'm going to be as bald as he was. I don't think and so. And my nose, the, I think For is, those of you who've never seen what James looks like, it, he's got such a thick set of hair. And oh, my he looks, God. He, he, honestly, I, I was thinking about this the other day. I was looking at a photograph of you, and I go, um, he's kind of got that Henry Winkler thing going oh, on. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. Like, in his prime, like, when, you know, when he was like, he wasn't, he was over happy days. You know, he wasn't doing that whole thing anymore, but he was like, like, he was, he just had this beautiful face, this beautiful hair, and this, uh, he's not Italian. He's Jewish, right? I, I have actually no idea what his lineage is. Uh, I'm half, you know, Northern European and Southern European. That's where I come from. But my hair is falling out at a disturbing rate. And <laughs> I can see my, it used to be thick. It used to be super thick. The girls in the college were just, would put their hands in my hair. I mean, I guess these days we call it sexual harassment. Those days is like, please more. Um, <laughs> when you're a man, I think it's always please oh, more. Oh, yeah. They just, they they were in such awe of my hair. And I was, I was very impressed. Anyway, uh, or pleased. I'm sorry. I went off <laughs> the story you were on. So I was at the neurologist. Oh, I, yeah, I don't know why they needed to weigh me, but they weighed me. And the the scale was was uh, kind of going up and down a little bit, you know. Um, so she put I, I later saw that she put my weight, at, but I was looking at it and I saw that it it maxed out at one forty seven. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's that's fine. I mean, I'm fully clothed, so that's a little bit lighter than I would like, but whatever. I looked at the paperwork later, and and the nurse put down one forty six, and that really bothered me. <laughs> oh, because you didn't want to be lighter. No, I mean it's already too. I'm five eleven. I'm one hundred forty seven. P- 46 pounds, depending, you know, apparently. And so you were talking, okay, you were talking about masculinity, but watching your weight, that's like a, a woman thing. Am I wrong? Well, except the opposite. I don't want to be lighter. I want to be heavier. You know, my, yeah, my yeah. fighting weight. When I was oh, in right, high school fair. and I was playing football, <laughs> this is going to sound so dumb. I was playing football and I was lifting weights. My my fighting weight was 155. And I can I can remember now looking back at the, I can remember being not buff but like having arms I had arms. <laughs> uh, I've only been thin once in my whole life. Well, you're not fat. No, no, but I've never been thin except for once in my whole life. And I I went on a, a trip through Europe with no money for mm-hmm. three almost wow. three months. That'll do it. That did. When I came back, I did it with a friend of mine, and I came back and we were in New York. And we rented, it was a hotel, I don't think it's there anymore, it's called the Carter Hotel. And at the top, very top floor they had like, or second to the top floor, they had a hostel, which was like 35 bucks wow, a night. Yeah, it was like YMCA price, right? Without the restrictions. And so we were there, and I'm in the mirror, and we're getting ready for my, the, you know, to. it's the last night out, we're going to go home, let's go have a good time in New York. And I'm in the mirror, and my friend Mario comes up to me, he's all, uh, you feel okay, buddy? And I'm like, yeah, I feel great. He's all, 
look yourself in the mirror. And I'm like looking at my face. I'm like, yeah, I've got a chisel, kind of a chiselly look for the first time ever. <laughs> he saw, look at your ribs. And I looked, I'm not kidding you. you. You being Italian, you probably know you've seen lots of the Jesus, you know how he's yeah, yeah. stretched out and his butt. That's how I looked. And I thought, my God, I'm starved to death. <laughs> I didn't feel starved to death, but I looked starved to death. And uh, I look like a thinking, supermodel. This is never going to last. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't. Actually, it lasted almost two years. Oh, well, that's not bad. That's just how long it took for me to get Yeah, It's probably just the America, the portions we have here in America is insane. And I love to eat. <laughs> and only until very recently did I start only eating three meals a day. I always had four. Like I remember in The Hobbit, <laughs> or not The Hobbit, one, yes. of, one of those, where the guys, well, where's breakfast number two? I'm like, yeah, where is breakfast yeah, number two? Yeah, so that's two? The, uh, the Hobbits, right? They have all kinds of different meals. There's No, there's they don't call it breakfast. They, they have much more elegant names for it, but it's like early morning breakfast or something like that, and midday breakfast, and then lunch. I don't know. I don't remember precisely. Well, I can say for many, many years, I I ate two breakfasts. It was the I at the crack of dawn breakfast to kind of get me going. And then around 10, 1030, I'm like, second breakfast. And then maybe they did call it second breakfast. Yeah. And so um, lunch hit and I was never hungry at 12, but 1230, I was starving. So <laughs> I'm eating Crazy. again. And then I could hold out until dinner, as long as dinner was around 530. <laughs> <laughs> and then. I, this isn't a meal, but I have to have dessert. Every, but here's I mean, the here, Christopher. You were if you, when you were vagabonding, vagabonding through Europe. How often did you eat? Did you eat every three hours, or did you go? So I ate the same times. You know, all all the times I just suggested, except that the, the amount was like minuscule, like a cracker. Huh, that's interesting. No, like okay. So here's an example of a day. So I was in Spain and I was hiking across to Portugal. And uh, um, Portugal is kind of in Spain, so it's not a cross. It's you'd be hiking towards. Well, where oh, I'm I sorry, was. I'm being technical. <laughs> so um, I see these old guys get up at the crack of dawn and they're going all along the side of the roads collecting dandelion leaves. And I'm like, oh, I've done that before. I'll have some of that. And that would be my early morning breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> I've never had dandelion leaves. I'm, I guess I'm missing out, but oh, I usually sure you have. You probably and what you ever get those fancy salads like at the restaurants and you, the little pointy, long, skinny ones. Once in a while, it's either arugula or dandelions. But we don't ever go out, so. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did have breakfast this morning. I had a cookie. Was it good? It was very good, which is odd because it's very sweet, and I generally dislike sweet things. I and I usually don't have breakfast, and it's a very small cookie. It's probably. An inch and a half in diameter, maybe two inches, uh, maybe That's two inches in cookie. diameter. No, well, <laughs> here's the thing: four of these cookies is 150 calories, so yeah, it's a pretty dense. That's probably I don't. Well, I just looked at the bag, bag, back of the bag, and and saw because that was a little bit surprising. Four, 150 calories usually goes a little bit further than four small cookies. But anyway, I did that to be a little bit more ready for you today. Uh, <laughs> but I don't oh, to get I, to handle me coming over here. My wife <laughs> eats a lot too. She eats frequently during the day, usually small meals during the day. But I can go, you know, twelve hours without eating, no problem. It seems like weightlifters and women seem to eat small meals all day. Am I wrong about that? I don't know. I'm not a weightlifter or a woman, <laughs> though I aspire. Hey, so you had a list, and we talk about your list once in a while. Yeah, we do. <laughs> What do you have on the, now that we're halfway through, I right? Could. What's on your list for today? Well, we could look at the list or I could explain why I'm thin. 
Oh, it's I, up to you. Okay, I want to hear why you're thin. Okay, because uh, it's, it's not it's a, bicycle. You, t- which I'm going to believe you. In the back <laughs> of my mind, I'm like, yeah, it's just the bicycles. I have siblings. None of them are light. They are all. I don't want to be cruel or mean or anything, but you know, they're on the heavier side. I I attribute my thinness and being able to still fit into things I bought 30 years ago. That sounds sadder every day. I don't know why it was, but there were two times in my life where I sensed that my metabolism was slowing down. I sensed it. Can't expi- like I can't set. really you know, explain I it. My metabolism was, I, no, it just it just felt different. I felt different. I, and it was in my early 20s. And you know, when I was in college, and I can't believe this is really true. It was because your your energy level was lower. That wasn't that. I just I can't I can't explain it. It's just a sense. And it, you know, maybe it's a, a Sicilian thing. Maybe you other people aren't <laughs> as as advanced, as evolved as we Sicilians are, but that's how it goes. I'm sorry for you. It's hard for me to believe this, but I swear when I was in college, I would get home at the end of the day and I would make a full pound of capolina capellini and I would eat it. Wait, say that again. What is it? Capellini is spaghetti. But capellini, you know, is very thin spaghetti. And so if you put some sauce on it, it, it gets is a it lot Is it another bigger. word for thin spaghetti or is it actually shaped it's, different? It's thin, thin spaghetti. Because there's thin spaghetti oh, it's and like, then there's capellini. It's not angel hair. Well, angel hair is usually interchangeable. It depends on who you're uh, talking to. But I love angel hair. So there's spaghetti, there's thin spaghetti, and then there's capellini. And capellini and angel, angel hair are somewhat interchangeable. I'm sorry for the, the chefs out there who I've, I've, I've offended because I've gotten it wrong, but that's generally how it goes. I'll make half a pound of capellini, and I will split it with my son, and that will be enough for two meals. Two? Yes. And so so, so I, I was able to, you know, if I kept eating the way I did through high school and college, I would have gained weight, and I think that's what most people happen. And again, oh, I see. And the other thing, one of the other things is when I hit college, I, I went from, you know, a normal high school to, an, quote, an art school, art and design school, and I was, it was like I was unleashed. My academic monster was unleashed. I was so involved with what I was doing my freshman year. I lost 15 pounds. No, I, was it 15? No, come on. No, I swear to God, I did. And my first you semester. Beer. You, weren't, you didn't drink beer. I then. wasn't drinking. Right. That's I wasn't it. eating. I wasn't exercising. I was just in the studio constantly. And the food was awful. All right. There's an old show, an ancient show, which, okay, so Netflix has all these great old shows that, were reruns even when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. And one of them is That Girl. I don't know that one. Okay, so anyways. Is it black and white? It's color, okay. but it's it's the, it looks like that color that's, huh, that's the beginning of color. That's, probably, like, just, that's probably just bad transfer because a lot of the old shows, the, the a lot of the, um, you know, anything that was filmed on film, any of the TV shows that were actually filmed on film look a lot better than any of the stuff in the 80s that was uh, you know, shot on video. Well, and That Girl, one of the episodes, she says every single morning... And I got a I got a feeling about the show that it was kind of based on stuff she really did in her real life, uh-huh. based on just reading about her and the show. Every morning she gets up and she weighs herself. Huh. If it's over a certain number, she skips breakfast. Wow, that's sad. <laughs> she looked great though. Okay, well that you know I guess that's what they, she the married price Phil Donahue. Ooh, I'm sorry for her. Well, I think I don't know. Did Phil Donahue look unattractive when he was younger? Oh, no, I don't think so. I'm just well, saying that. Well, I think that that's what it was. I mean, we're talking repu- the 60s here. He's got a reputation for not being a particularly pleasant person. I mean, I know, I know his on-camera presence looks very compassionate and whatnot, but I, I think the behind the scenes was completely opposite. But, I, you know, I'm not really a gossip, so I didn't find... I, I just... This is what filters down through my very thick layers of filter and filters. So, my dad has owned business his whole life, and so I used to come in and out of his offices. And I will tell you... Uh, 
I noticed at work he wasn't always the nicest guy. Mm-hmm. But as soon as he came home, I mean, he, he was a great guy. Yeah, I guess, you know, it, it, who knows what people are like. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, yeah, of course. But, you know, he's also a t- TV personality. So what does it take to be a TV personality? It's probably not the healthiest mix of emotions. Every single successful, like, talk show guy I've read about is crazy detail-oriented, like, beyond OCD. Have you have you ever heard that before, or noticed it, or observed it, or seen it, or I, I've noticed that they are kind of crazy. I think that's the general rule. Well, I remember in uh, one way or another, um, Hillary Clinton. Some of your favorites, some of your not favorites, but anyways, Hillary Clinton. What despicables? What's that? When she said this, deplorables. No, she had said, in order to run for president, oh. you have to be a little bit crazy. And I remember thinking, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, that makes sense. She. I don't agree with most things she has to say, but that one, she was dead on. That's because you're not a good Republican. <laughs> the, the thing is, the thing is, is that you have to have such a power trip, consider being president, or you have to feel so confident about yourself. It could borderline crazy. I don't know. What, whatever crazy means. I think that's probably true. Um, and just to make sure I offend everyone out there, I think Hillary Clinton was one of the best Republican candidates we've had in years. <laughs> Strong in defense, good international policies, uh, you know, happy, very friendly to business. She also liked Russia. She's a little bit liberal. What are you talking about? She hated Russia. Come on. No, she was very aggressive. Putin was very afraid of her getting in power because of her former experience as Secretary of State. You don't think it's because she was a woman? Uh, I'm sure that he wasn't thrilled about that. Actually, I don't know what he's thrilled about. Who knows? I think he just likes riding bears without a shirt on. <laughs> hey, do you remember? You probably don't. But there used to be mint liqueur called Rumple Mints. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have got like a gallon of it, he said sarcastically. I know. I know. I used to love their their woman who was riding the polar bear. I, 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 whenever I saw that marketing campaign, I thought, that appeals to me. <laughs> I would like to ride what a we, polar bear. Mm-hmm. And more, I would like to ride a polar bear with her. <laughs> was she, what was she wearing? Um, well, she was like some Nordic warrior princess. You know, she had like the could you armor see, on. Could and, you see her belly button? Yes. Oh, that's so dumb. I hate armor like that. That is so, so dumb. <laughs> Minor peeve. What does your armor look like? <laughs> I'm just saying, it's as woman, why does your armor cover everything but your belly button? It's the dumbest armor. You, oh, oh uh, I have a, I have a sticky, pointy thing. Let me see. Where am I going to stick it? Am I going to stick it on her arm, where, which is fully covered, or her breasts, which are fully covered, or right in the middle, where there's nothing to stop it? Oh, come on. And it's the worst that's place to get hit. About, James. Well, it's that's the whole point. They're sexualizing armor, which is so. <laughs> I would like to own as a some former armor. <laughs> as a former Dungeons and Dragons enthusiast. It offends me. Oh, you never clearly answered the question. So you do not, or you do own armor. Uh, define armor. Okay, so you you do own something. I don't know. Uh, okay, I did. Oh my God, you're gonna get me to admit this on tape? Perhaps. So there's this thing called LARPing, which is live action role playing. Wait, wait, say that again. LARPing. LARP, how do you spell that? It's it's an acronym. It's live action role play. I've never so heard that the, term before. That's new to me. Uh, well, it's not new to me. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, hey, you know what? I discovered this when I was in Texas. So it's, you know, it's Texas. So they do this in Texas. Is they what do it saying. everywhere. But I, I was involved with that. Now, I, I did play some characters doing in the woods, you know, running around like a crazy person. But honestly, I just really enjoy getting out there with padded foam weapons and beating the crap out of people. Oh, so you actually went to one of those places with swords 
and started beating up on each other. Yes, but there are two now types. That is cool. Well, now I hang would do on. That. Hang I would on. do that. <laughs> hang on. You're not going to. You're going to be less impressed because oh, no. there are, there are two. There are kind of two forks to the LARPing world. One fork is the what is this? The Society for Creative Anachronism, I think, is what they called. Um, they go out there. They put plate mail, plate mail on steel, plate mail. They will take a broad sword, like a you know a seven pound. I don't know how much those things weigh. Maybe ten pounds steel sword, and they will whack the crap out of each other and beat each other up. Or if you don't have that kind of money or don't want to invest in that kind of thing, you can just use padded weapons and beat the crap out of each you other mean without like nerf? any. Yes, pretty oh, much. No, that's so what silly. we would do, we that's would like take little kid stuff. Uh, yeah, well, I got. <laughs> Two cracked ribs and broken fingers from that. So from nerf sword. Oh, because they have the little uh, wood dowel in the center of the. Well, nerf. we so here's the thing. We would take a noodle, a noodle. You know, you get at the yeah, Walmart, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we would take that and put it on top of a golf shaft. Oh. So they're super light. You could and whip metal. The, no, no, no. Just the the, the 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 those they would bend. So you oh, needed the okay. graphite ones, or uh, was it no gra- uh, carbon fiber was the choice one because they were light and strong. Oh, okay. So you could really whip the crap out of those. Some things. thought has gone into this. Very much so. These things <laughs> are engineered to the nth degree, but but that makes it easy to go out and just whack the crap out of people because you could literally we would go to the golf st- shop and say, hey, uh, could you could I look through your trash? Because they would be broken golf shafts. We would just take the golf shafts, and they were happy to see them go. And then we buy a two dollar noodle. So you must have went on the golf course specifically to get these. Yes, (laughs) I do not golf. Golfing is something else. (laughs) It's Scottish. So yes, I I was. (laughs) Is that what you're saying? Is it Scottish? I don't know. Is it not? I don't know. (laughs) Who cares? Oh, that's where it came from. Who cares about golf? You know. Someone was one of one of his uh, vice presidents at Apple uh, was talking to Steve Jobs one time about going golfing, and Steve Jobs replied, "Who has time to golf? People that like to schmooze." Uh, yeah, maybe I guess. G- see, Steve didn't. People who don't, people who do things, don't need to schmooze. Uh, okay, no. so you you do own some pieces of armor. Well, well, my follow up question it's is just fabric. It's because I want to see if there's some just cotton. It's just cotton. Yeah, there's just like you know garb that I made. Oh, oh, you made it. Yeah, of course Look you have to make you. all your own stuff. <laughs> Do you have any swords? Oh yeah, well yeah, yeah, the foam ones. Oh, I also have real swords though too. I have a katana, a working katana, nice. as in you know I could actually kill someone with that damn thing. And I have Good a World you. War II uh, uh, British officer sword, which mm-hmm. is Cl- not like antiques. Yeah, that's an antique. The katana is new and is is working. You know, because a lot of katanas you go and buy like a, at. Um, not Target, but uh, like you go to a flea t- uh, a flea market or something, and they'll have some moron with a, you know, a bunch of. What gas kind of guys mass. own swords? Because I'm going to just tell you, there are different kinds of guys. I'm not. I will tell I'm you. One I kind. also own a few swords. Do, are they working, or do they fall apart if you try to hit someone with them? These are badass swords. <laughs> do they, they? Does it look like something a Klingon would use? No, they look like something. If someone were to break it out, you'd be like, "Holy, I'm getting the hell out of here." Mm. Now, I do have some cheesy ones. Yeah, Don't get me bad. wrong. <laughs> but all of mine are replicas. None of them are, you know, sh- I haven't sharpened them. They they could be sharpened, but mm-hmm. they're not. They're, they got, when you buy replicas, usually not always, they have like a dollar in. And if you so choose to sharpen them, you can, which I never would, especially since I have kids. I was at an auction a few years back. Oh, you and your auctions. Yeah, I love auctions. I was at an auction a few years back and it was a, and they had swords there. And I like... I'm looking at them and I'm like, these are pretty cool. So then I, I bought one 
And then as I'm sitting there, another one up, and I'm like, I'll get that hmm. one too. And then one of them had like a matching set. I'm like, ah, that would be kind of... Because <laughs> wow. you know like how you see like in the old movies where they put the sword, they crisscross them yeah, yeah. above the chimney or the mantle right. or the hearth? Hearth. <laughs> I thought... Well, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. I wouldn't mind having that someday. And so I went to bottom thinking that someday I was going to, I actually wanted to build a chimney just so I could have the swords crossing. <laughs> oh, God, you are so crazy. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. I do. I have to tell you. That's, some, I just had an interesting thought. I was just going to say, well, instead of actually building a chimney, you could just paint one, a fake one. <laughs> and that that's called when you paint something that's fake, like a fake column or something like that, it's called Trump. Loy. <laughs> Trump Loy is the official really? term it's for something that is faux or something faux. It's something that is fake. I was like, wow, that seems so appropriate now. I don't know why it's <laughs> taken me four years to think of that. No one has made a joke about that on the internet that well, I've seen. No Twitter, can't, no Facebook. Be, it might be a little bit over the um it, are you sure it's spelled T R U I don't know how it's spelled. Don't ask me about don't don't spell it me. Okay. I am sorry I did that twice. I'm dyslexic. Today. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. You can barely spell my own name. So we, I don't think we managed to hit anything on your list again today. Of course not. I don't know. There's so much more to talk about LARPing, <laughs> he said sarcastically. <laughs> All right. We we do have to finish up pretty soon, but I just have one. Is, that, is your bell telling you when to, sh- to finish up? What do you got? You got something else? It sounds like you got well, something else to talk about. I never finished my toilet story. <laughs> Did you start with that? I thought I, I, thought I was going to do think before you did start we got with that. started. Okay. Oh, we haven't started yet. No, it's not like that. <laughs> okay. This is all pre-show. <laughs> anyway, so the toilet's broken on the ground. I don't oh know what God. to do. The toilet seat, right? Yeah. yeah, the toilet seat. It's cracked on the ground. I don't want to touch it. I don't know what to do. So I'm like, okay, just man up, grab the toilet, and like rig it so it looks like it's not broken. Wow, that is even <laughs> worse than it was before. And I'm thinking, oh some poor woman's going to come in here. And she's going to sit on this poor broken seat. I have never felt like calling the police on you before, but this seems like an offense that is worthy of incarceration. Well, I I did feel bad about it. Yeah, <laughs> Christopher, you should. Out. So as I'm walking out, I'm starting to feel bad. I'm like, I know all these people that work here, you know. <laughs> I don't work with them every day, but, you know, I volunteer once in a while. I know these people. I go up to my wife. I go, the seat's broken. She goes, the seat's broken. How did the seat broke? Or how did the seat break? And I said, I think I broke it. You know, like trying to play it off. What are you, five years old? Maybe I did it. You say that to me often. And I got (laughs) to say, um, I feel like, I felt like I was five. Like I was like, I was like in trouble because I broke the toilet. It's like, it's like when you're a kid, you know, and you have an accident in your pants or something. You're like afraid to tell mom that, hey. I need to go home and change, you know. But now I here I am, and I'm like going to my wife saying, "Hey, the the toilet broke." She's like, "What broke? You mean it's overflowed?" Just like what you thought. Like, no, no, no. No, I thought you actually broke the toilet. I thought. Oh, the toilet, yeah. toilet. Oh no, it was just a. Which seat. would have been funnier, but it would have been funnier. But anyway, so harder to cover up as well. Yeah, especially when the water went coming out into the lobby. Anyways, so I. Uh, I said, I think I broke it on accident. And she just, you know, she shook her head. And she goes, now I, that's just she one used, more thing I have to make sure oh, it's wow. fixed. And I'm wow. feeling bad about it. Is she uh, your mother or your wife? Well, let's just. I, it, I, 
I didn't mean it the way that sounded, but <laughs> she she pulled a well, mom card on that it. one. There is a point when I, I tell me if I'm wrong. There is a point in a relationship where a lot of that motherly type of attitudes just that starts to come out in the relationship. You don't think so? Oh, absolutely. No, it does. Oh, okay. uh, it, it, it's it's a response that you get trained to use over the years and it is now part of your repertoire. <laughs> it's part of your being. Well, that's you know. yeah. I'm, I'm I'm completely out of coffee now. I'm starting. Oh my to, god! I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm starting to feel dry in the throat. Yeah, you're looking bad, man. <laughs> you're looking gaunt. Are you Are you okay, man? You need to look in the mirror. No, like really look in the mirror. I know. All right. All right. Thanks, Christopher. James, have a good. Rest See you of next day. week. Thank you. Bye bye. Won't you come on out? The sun is out. The sun is out. So bright. Don't Won't dread. you come on out? It's making light. Light and bright for you. Sleepyhead. Don't you see me? Peekaboo. Don't you feel me? It's morning dew. All I want. Yes. Is a cup. Yes. A very large cup. Yes. In my hand. Yes. A large cup. Hot. Warm. Oh. Cup. It's not tea. And it must be dark, dark brown. Oh, it's made from pink, brown. Make it hot, make it hot, make it very, very hot. Coffee. Coffee.